0: Hi, and you're very welcome to the Mighty Mini Podcast with me, your host, Enda Odaherty. I'm a motivational speaker, author, and mindset coach. This short but powerful podcast is bursting with ideas to change your life. Every episode is packed with stories, knowledge, information, advice that will leave you inspired. I'm so grateful that you chose this podcast. Hey, let's dive in. Hi, and you're very welcome to this episode of the Mighty Mini Podcast. In today's podcast, we're going to be looking at sleep. And I really hope that the podcast doesn't put you to sleep. I really hope also that it's not late at night, that you're not sitting listening to this trying to fall asleep. (laughs) Maybe it'll be boring. Maybe it'll knock you out. I hope not. Anyway, what I'd like to look at today is the vital connection between sleep and your positive mental health. And then maybe we'll finish up with some tips. Well, lots of tips. I have 25 tips that will help you sleep better tonight. I suppose my own backstory is, as an alcoholic, I had a bad time with my mental health when I stopped drinking. And one of the things I had to learn to do was to sleep again. A grown man in my 30s didn't know how to go to bed at night, didn't know how to relax, close my eyes and drift away. However, I can tell you right now, as I record this, I'm an expert on sleep. I get into bed, I go 3-2-1 and I go into the deepest sleep you could possibly imagine. I wake up most mornings feeling pretty refreshed, except for a little bit of snoring. But apart from that, I'm a great sleeper now. I'd love to share that knowledge with you in this podcast. I suppose in the pursuit of maintaining good mental health, we often overlook this critical component, sleep. Sleep plays a really crucial role in supporting our mental health and our mental well-being. It's essential also for our overall health, and I suppose, and our body functioning. In today's podcast, I'm going to look at the significance of sleep for positive mental health. So, let's dive in. You would be amazed what bad sleep can do for you. Equally so, you'd be amazed what good sleep can do for you. If you're a good sleeper, you'll find it's better for emotional regulation what does that mean well sufficient sleep allows for better regulation of our of our emotions it reduces the likelihood that we'll go off blow off the handle or we'll have mood swings or that we'll be irritable secondly i suppose being a good sleeper it's really important for our cognitive function the functioning of our brain if you have quality sleep it enhances your cognitive process these include things like the ability to pay attention the ability to concentrate have you found yourself going to the shops and not being able to remember what you were going for? Well, maybe it's down to the poor quality of sleep because our memory is definitely affected by sleep. Maybe it's our poor ability at making decisions. That can too be a reflection of a deterioration in cognitive function caused by bad sleep. Sleep is really good for stress reduction. Sleep provides an opportunity for our body just to recover from the stress of daily life. It should promote a calmer mind and a better stress management. It should promote a calmer mind and better stress management. It's amazing if you have a bad sleep, you'll be in a bad mood. And if you have a great sleep, you'll be in a good mood. That's why sleep is such an important mood enhancer. A good night's sleep contributes to a really positive mood. It can make you happier. It can make you just feel that little bit better. Like we say, the pep in your step. A good night's sleep or sleep hygiene can really be important for our mental resilience. Adequate sleep strengthens our mental resilience. It allows us to cope with challenges and setbacks more effectively. I suppose it really stops us from thinking, I can't overcome this problem. It stops us from thinking, this is the end of the world. I find when I sleep, I have a great creative boost. Quality sleep enhances our ability to think I even find when I've had a good night's sleep, first thing in the morning, I can be really good at solving problems, coming up with new ideas and being a lot more productive in the morning. If you improve your quality of sleep, you'll be better at learning because sleep consolidates information and improves learning and retention levels, particularly in students. If you're doing exams as a student or an adult, get that head down early, get a good night's sleep and watch your grades improve. And I suppose finally and most seriously, Sleep has been shown to reduce risk of mental health disorders. Having a consistent sleep pattern is associated with a much, much lower risk of mental health conditions such as anxiety and indeed depression. So we know sleep is great and you'd love to have a great night's sleep. So you say, Enda, how can I sleep better? Well, here are my personal top 25 tips. Yeah, that's right, 25. I'm sure lots of them you're doing already maybe some of them you could adapt to maybe some of them you might take on board after listening to today's podcast hey and remember if you know someone who's struggling with sleep someone is having a hard time you might send them this sleepy podcast so tip number one establish a consistent sleep schedule i go to bed roughly 9 30 each night and i get up roughly at 5 30 each morning getting up early guarantees that i am tired at night and sleep and a consistent bedtime is really important for me. That's weekends and every day of the year. Try to create a relaxing bedtime routine. Let your body know that it's time to unwind. Some people, it might be a bath. Some people, it might be a book. Some people, it might be a gentle walk. But find a routine and fix it. Let your body know it's time to slow down. I am a caffeine addict. I love my espresso, I love my, my macchiatos, but here's the thing. I rarely drink coffee after 2 p.m. in the afternoon. It's a stimulant. It'll keep you awake. It keeps you alert. And we really don't want that at night time. I do like a nap, but I'm also aware, and a good tip for you is tip number four, is don't nap during the day unless you really need to. Napping during the day can disrupt your sleep pattern at night and make it harder for you to get a long night's sleep. Think about your sleep environment. Can you make it more sleep friendly? What do I mean by that? Relatively cool, very dark and extremely quiet. Move things, do things, change things to make the environment better. It's amazing how often we change our clothes, our shoes, our cars, change country and go to different holidays. But many of us rarely change our mattress. Maybe you should look at getting a new mattress, something that suits your back, suits your body weight. Maybe you could look at new pillows. Maybe you might look at some lovely, fresh, soft bedding. That small change could make the biggest difference. Now, the next one really isn't to do with sleep, but it does help my sleep greatly, and that's exercise. A workout is really, really good. It lowers my blood pressure, gets rid of stress, gets rid of anxiety. But try to avoid a workout in the evening near bedtime. You want that happy high, that adrenaline early in the day, not closer to bedtime. Try to limit your exposure to digital devices is my eighth tip, particularly blue light. Try to have what I have each night, which is a digital sunset. Pick a time in the evening and from that time onwards, maybe an hour before you go to bed, no more screen time. Switch the phones off, switch the TVs off, let your brain unwind. Maybe you should establish a wind down period. Tip number nine, do something relaxing like having a warm bath, reading a book, doing some yoga. Tip number 10 is to practice stress reducing techniques such as meditation. Have you ever tried learning deep breathing exercise or something like progressive muscle relaxation? Jump on YouTube when you finish finished listening to this. Pick one of these and try to learn a new skill. Food can affect our sleep pattern. So my advice number 11 is avoid a heavy meal. Don't drink too much fluids close to bedtime to prevent discomfort and prevent you waking up at nighttime. Particularly if you're a man of my age, you don't want to go to bed with full bladder. Now as an alcoholic, I know for a fact alcohol knocked me out, but rarely when I was drunk did I get a good night's sleep. You know the feeling. So my advice to you is this, avoid alcohol consumption as close to bedtime as it doesn't get you a good night's sleep, it simply disrupts your sleep pattern. If I'm worried about something before I go to bed, I have a worry journal, it's right beside me right now and before I go to bed each night I write down actions I must take or problems I have that I need to solve tomorrow morning, not actions I must take and problems I must solve carrying them up the stairs in my head and tossing and turning all night worrying about them. They're in my notebook. They'll be ready for me tomorrow. Try to keep the room temperature optimal. What do we mean by that? Well, if anything, a little cool, but definitely something that you're not conscious about the temperature. Some people I know use white noise or soothing sounds to help them get to sleep. If there's an external noise, maybe some music on headphones, maybe something that will help you relax. Curtains. (laughs) What? Yeah. Well, if you haven't got heavy curtains that block out street light and block out cars and block out the sun in the morning, maybe you might buy a cheap sleep mask. Put this on. A darker sleeping environment will help you sleep better. Avoid work close to bedtime. This isn't always possible if you're doing shift work or if you have to do something on a computer late at night. But for the most of your sleep pattern, it's really important that you don't stimulate your brain before you go to bed. Have a look around your bedroom. Is there something in it that's causing you to sneeze? causing you not to breathe well. Maybe you need a total hoover and a total dust. Pet dander, all of these things can affect the way we breathe and the way we sleep. Maybe you should try a little bit before you go to bed each night. Is your bedroom very cluttered? Is it very disorganized? Remember, a clutter-free environment and a comfortable environment is more likely to have a relaxing effect on you and you're more likely to sleep better. Try to avoid clock watching if you can during the night. Switch off the clock or at least turn it away from you. There's nothing worse than waking up every hour on the hour looking at the clock. If you do wake up, just try to breathe slowly. Try to think of something pleasant. I often think of a lovely walk or a holiday I've been on and very rapidly I'm back to sleep again. What about using scents or odours? I love to put some lavender or I put some chocolate or I put some orange oil on my pillow. As I close my eyes, I take the deepest breath because chocolate smells great and so does orange. The downside of this is, I will confess, sometimes it makes me a little hungry. Remember, if your sleep difficulties persist or if you think you're not getting good night's sleep, it's really important to seek professional help. Talk to your doctor. Talk to an expert. Sleep is a powerful tool for maintaining our positive mental health. By recognising the significance of quality of your sleep and implementing new tips for better sleep, you can experience improved emotional well-being. You can, be in, you can experience enhanced cognitive function. You can reduce your stress and you can even increase your resilience. Try to prioritise your sleep as a fundamental pillar of your self-care. I promise you, it'll be worth it. Hey, I hope you're still awake and you haven't fallen asleep by now. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.